Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. Rainbows, stereotypes, and closets. Oh, my. Meredith, my dear. Mm-hmm. Please tell me what we're drinking because I need to know this recipe. <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? It's it's so good. It's like a chai, basically. Hey, guess what it is? What? Smooth. Oi. It's so smooth. It's your favorite adjective. Mm. Anyway, so it's kind of like a chai. I, it's probably exactly a chai, <laughs> but <laughs> it's kind of like chai. <laughs> the exact same thing as what it is? Yes, yeah. Okay. So uh, basically it's just three cinnamon sticks. I did like about 20 peppercorns and then some uh, cloves. And I did, what else? Ginger, four tea bags. <laughs> and uh, one other, cardamom. And then I boiled the heck out of it. Not really boiled, but just simmered. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, put in some coconut palm sugar hmm. and almond milk, and it just makes a delicious, yummy, wonderful drink. It's so good. It's good both cold and hot. It's really nice. Yeah, the hot is my I, is one, my favorite way to drink it, but I do, if I have extra, I pour them into little um, glass jars, and I take them to work as my mm. beverage with my lunch. Mm-hmm. Anywho. It is good, though. Very tasty tea. Grab a cup of tea yourself, listener. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Grab a beverage because the tea is fresh today. Yes. We <laughs> like tea. Can you tell? <laughs> okay. So, today we are talking about, if you could not gather from the rainbows and sunshine, yes. uh, we are talking about the LGBT kind of just history, movement, yeah, theory, um, all that jazz. All that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as many of you may or may not know, if you are living under a rock, <laughs> June is Pride Month. Yay! Yay! We're so happy that it's Pride Month. I'm so happy that it's Pride Month because yes. I get to talk about myself, I- which... You know, uh, what month is it that you don't? <laughs> I just like to know so that I can mentally prepare for my brain being blown. December. Oh, okay. Well, but then never mind. Okay. <laughs> December is where I normally uh, scurry into my hole mm-hmm. and I don't talk to anybody. Like a hibernation. Yeah, like a hibernation. Okay. You're like a bear. Yeah. Okay. How can I talk about myself when there's nobody to talk to? I suppose. Know what I mean? Sure. It's not because I'm not talking about myself. It's just because I don't have the ability to. Know what I mean? Sure. It's kind of like, yeah. Okay. You get a break from me. I never get a break from you. (laughs) You're one of the very few people. I know. I get a constant (laughs) fix of of Alex. So firstly, for people, again, who have lived under a rock and you don't Mm -hmm. know what LGBTQ is, Mm -hmm. I thought we would enlighten them. Yes. So, what is the L? Lesbians. Right. The B is bisexual. Mm-hmm. I skipped the G, but that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gay. So gay. <laughs> so gay of you to skip the G. <laughs> Damn. T is transgender. Mm-hmm. And then the Q, there's a uh, there's two different interpretations. 
Mm -hmm. So do you know them? The only one that matters is queer. Okay, queer is one, and then questioning is another, evidently. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Q could also stand for questioning. Mm -hmm. So they say it's uh, lesbian, gay, bi, transgender, or questioning, or queer. Mm -hmm. So that's what it stands for in the event that you didn't know. I just wanted people who maybe were like, I have no idea what all those letters mean. Yep. Now you know, and you can never say that again. Ever. Ever. We just told you. (laughs) (laughs) So let me explain it just a little bit. It was originally just LGBT. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Actually, I think there are more um, letters now. Oh, yeah. There's a shit. There's QIA. Like, there's so much more. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But as uh, the LGBT movement came into prominence, it became less inclusive of people who were not fitting into those four categories. Right. So there's these um, different acronyms that can mean multiple different things, such as uh, asexual. Right. They felt like they were not represented. I think I is identifier. Yeah, something like that. So um, Q was added later because the word queer is an umbrella term. It encompasses all things. So technically, the word queer also encompasses questioning. Right. So a lot of people, whenever we first started to become more politically correct, we all just started saying the word queer. Like, I'm a queer man or a queer woman or she's queer or something like that. Because it was our way of saying they belong to the family. We just don't know what they're identifying as right now. Right. And um, and on LGBT.org, which is the organization Mm -hmm. of uh, LGBT, they have all of it listed out exactly what each one is. So if you yeah. really want to go into more depth of what each one is, but on the queue, it does say both of them. It yeah. says questioning, questioning and then it will explain what that means. And it'll say queer and explain what that means. Mm-hmm. So if you need more clarification, I guess on what each one is, then go to that website. And a lot of people, there was a big debate a long time ago. Um, the a, Mm-hmm. It's supposed to stand for asexual, but a lot of people thought it stood for ally. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, Yeah. So allies are people who do not belong to the queer family. Right. But they are supporters of the LGBT. I would be an A. Yes, you would be an ally. But people who were asexual were offended. Oh, I see. That members who are not the community got the letter A. I see. And the people who were the part of the community did not get the letter. don't be so butthurt about it. Exactly. I don't understand people. But then again, I'm one of the original four. So I don't. (laughs) I I don't really care. That's fine. (laughs) But Q is the all-encompassing. It's the queer. So if you're not comfortable calling yourself either a lesbian, a gay, a bi, or trans. trans, then you can just call yourself queer and it's perfectly fine. And that's also an, a term that we have taken power back with. Right, sure. Because it was a slang term that was used to demoralize mm-hmm. um, the LGBT community. And now we have taken it as part of our identifier, but also we've given it our own sense of entitlement and empowerment. Sure. So when somebody calls me queer nowadays, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Any anything else? Can, like, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, um, as we know, the LGBT organization started um, with, of course, a couple of different other organizations, but it was the main 
organization of the civil rights movement in the homosexual community. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk a little bit about why we have our civil rights movement right now. It has come quite a long ways. Yes. Since and, and a I feel long like, time ago. But I feel like it's been so recent. A lot of people do feel like it's been recent because it was never part of prominence media. Well, and um, so I just, I feel like it's so recent that people have decided that this is now legal. Yeah. So like, we'll talk a little bit more about history, but I have a couple of dates that I was amazed Mm -hmm. as, you know, late as the 1960s. Oh yeah. It was still, yeah, it was still just such a a time where it was not okay for people to be who they are. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was so interesting. I was like, my grandma Mm -hmm. was alive then. Yeah. 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 So talking about the 1960s, let's bring up the Stonewall Riots. Mm-hmm. which are one of the most famous activist events in civil rights history, uh-huh. um, specifically pertaining to homosexual history. Right. So in New York City in 1969, the Stonewall Inn, I-N-N, mm-hmm. as in like an inn, was uh, under riot by police brutality. Right. As the story goes... This was like the cherry on top of a fuck you Sunday from the police to the LGBT community. And the queers had just had it. They were done. They were officially over it. Mm -hmm. They could not handle police brutality and oppression anymore. So in the streets of New York City, people started to riot and started to protest the treatment of how the LGBT community was being handled. So we touched on this a little bit in our last episode when we talked about drag queens, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to briefly discuss why the Stonewall riot happened. Right. So in the 1950s and 1960s, it was illegal for somebody to wear clothing that belonged to the opposite gender. Right. And if you were caught in any type of homosexual display of affection or expression, you could be arrested. So, homosexuals found solace and safe spaces in places like the Stonewall Inn because in the nightlife, in the clubs, you could be whoever you wanted to be. Right. Well, the police would very often raid these types of places. And it just so happened... Actually, let me read for you a little clip from the History Channel website. Mm -hmm. Just so that I don't get this wrong. Goody. (laughs) So, here we go. In the early hours of June 28, 1969... New York City police raided the Stonewall Inn, a gay club located in Greenwich Village in New York City. The raid sparked a riot among bar patrons and neighborhood residents as police roughly hauled employees and patrons out of the bar, leading to six days of protest and violent clashes with law enforcement outside of the bar on Christopher Street, in neighboring streets, and in Christopher Park. The Stonewall riots served as a catalyst for the gay rights movement in the United States and around the world. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like the the match that lit the 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 fire of right. everyone's passion to right. become civil rights activists. Sure, and the, the straw LGBT that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, the straw that broke the camel's back. Exactly. So as um, the LGBT community decided to finally fight back for themselves. And you have to remember that this was years of oppression in a very prominent place like New York City. So it wasn't until that point where people were just like, okay, we've had enough of this. Right. It's time for us to speak up. 
and it took uh, it it makes me really like honor the memory of my people (laughs) (laughs) because I can only imagine what it was like to walk down the streets of New York City and fear getting arrested Right. Just because you were walking down the street. Yeah. In the wrong clothes. Exactly. In the wrong clothes or maybe um, you were holding somebody's hand or anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's so sad to think about, but it's also so beautiful to see how far we've come since then. It is. I just think it's so uh, interesting how quickly things just changed because since the beginning of whenever people started being couples, people are like, no, that's wrong to have same sex couples. Mm-hmm. And only in uh, last century and this century has it been a thing. And even last century, most of last century, it was not okay. Yep. It, it was just not a, a good thing. Correct. Uh, in a lot of people's eyes, they thought it was against God, uh, all kinds of reasons, mm-hmm. unnatural, whatever, whatever reasons people have. Yeah. Silly, silly reasons. Silly, silly reasons. Um, but it's just so shocking to me how quickly things have changed mm-hmm. for a lot of different communities. But yeah. specifically, we're talking about LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like 2004, that's when um, the first legalized same-sex marriage occurred in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And... That's just so shocking to me that in my lifetime is the first is time someone's it, yeah. been able to get married. Yeah. And that's crazy. You're experiencing a change in your environment yeah. as as our environment is as of right now, American culture. You're experiencing a change and it's happening so rapidly. I remember when I was young as a little gay boy, I never in a million years thought I would ever be allowed to be married. Right. I didn't think that that was something that I was that allowed was be to, able do. to do. Yeah. So when I was young, I never fantasized about having a wedding or having a husband or having the white picket fence and a dog and children. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not something that I th- found hope for in my future. Mm-hmm. So as an adult man, I still don't find those things very important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I never allowed myself to fantasize about them. I never allowed them to become part of my identity as I was a bachelor, I guess you could say. So as an adult, I don't see myself doing any of those things unless well, it comes time for that. You know what I mean? I was going to say, maybe at some point you would. At some point, hopefully, eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it's a necessary part of who I'm going to be in this lifetime. Okay. So I don't feel like I'm, one, I don't feel like I'm tied down to fulfilling those kinds of circumstances. And two, I also feel like I'm being left out. Well, no one should feel tied down when they get married. If you do, just don't get married. (laughs) If you feel like it's the old ball and chain, maybe marriage should not be for you. But also, uh, one of the beautiful things about the LGBT community is that we are not held to that standard. Because a lot of people will tell you, so whenever you're in a same-sex relationship... Who's the guy and who's the girl? Right. Stereotypes. So we're not tied down to those stereotypes. We get to be equals on a level that men and women can't be equals. And I think people just say things like that to make them feel more comfortable about Mm -hmm. it. Because uh, I'll hear people say, uh, you know, they're the more man, man type of the, of the, yeah. uh, Couple. Right. And I'm just like, (laughs) If they're both men, they're both the man type. You know what I... There's an expression that I really love, and it's, who's the one who wears the pants, and who's the one that controls the zipper? 
I love that expression. Do you? I just love it because even if there's a man and a woman or a man and a man or a woman and a woman, that kind of still reigns true. I like, guess. It, it still kind but of then, does. But then like two people can wear the pants. Yeah, two people can like, wear the pants. Like if two people are, they have jobs and two yeah. people are in charge of the finances and yeah. like two people can do that. Mm-hmm. I would say in my relationship, both people wear the pants. Yeah. Um, so I I think it just kind of depends on the couple, but I think Mm -hmm. it's wrong for us to assume that there is a butch type and a female feminine type. Yeah. When, especially when it comes to, I feel like that's more of a thing when it comes to lesbians because Mm -hmm. they're like, Oh, she's the more butch one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm-hmm. I even went to a wedding and it was uh, two women getting married yeah. and they were like, uh, well, the groom's parents are supposed to pay for the dinner. And, uh, the family, the other family was like, well, there's no groom. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like, why do you think, because my daughter, I guess is the more butch one. Mm-hmm. Why would you think that they'd be the groom? Like there's yeah. no groom in this wedding. No. It, they're brides. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I just think it makes people feel more comfortable. Yeah. It also is a chance to demoralize people because I mean, how m- I cannot tell you how many times I have been asked, are you the top or the bottom? <sighs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's something that I don't have to share with anybody. No. Even though I normally do. Um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> you don't really have that problem, but it's still not appropriate for someone to ask. It, yeah. It's not appropriate for somebody to ask because I don't want to be demoralized in that way. If you wouldn't ask a same sex, a, a same not a same sex couple. I'm sorry. Uh, the, uh, another couple who mm-hmm. has a man and a woman as the couple, uh, you, if you wouldn't ask them that question, probably don't ask the mm-hmm. same sex couple that question. I really love teasing people into believing I'm going to ask that question. So all of my gay friends, right. Whenever they said that they're in a relationship, I'm always, I always ask them. So, um, who's the one that, you know, like doesn't fucking text back. <laughs> I'm just like, because that's all I need to know about this relationship. Yes. Like, like which one is which? Yeah. You know? I gotcha. Could tell you a lot. It really could. So I have some, we're going to go back a tiny bit in history. Okay. To 1921. 21. 21. Yes. And that's it. I'm I'm kind of thinking more in Britain because it was illegal for men in Britain uh, until a certain time period. Uh, It wasn't even illegal for women. It was just illegal for men specifically. I'm not really sure why that was. I think it had to do with uh, the fact that people are just more uncomfortable uncomfortable with sodomy. But <laughs> it's just one of those things, I mm-hmm. guess. But anyway, so in 1921, the House of Commons in Britain tried to pass um, a law saying it was illegal for women to participate in sexual acts. That was the first time that they had decided women should have a law too against them. Hmm. Um, Also around that time was when women were allowed to vote. So I guess it was kind of like a fuck you to them. But anyway, so uh, they, they tried to pass it through the house of commons. The the house of Lords did not uh, allow it to pass, but uh, that was, I guess, the first time they just thought, you know, maybe we should make it illegal for women, too. Hmm. And I just thought that was interesting. All right. Uh, 1952, McCarthy, who was in the U.S., and then John Not Bauer, I think is how you say his last name. He's in Britain. Did kind of a witch hunt um, for people who were um, performing what he he said, performing homosexual acts. Mm. Um, 
So they would find those people, put them in jail. Thousands of people went to jail for performing acts that they found to be uh, not appropriate. And then 1958, Homosexual Law uh, Reform Society in Britain. I, I found a lot of stuff about Britain. It was a really big deal there as well. I mean, it was a big deal all over the world. And in some places it still is because it's not even legal in other places. But anyway, um, the Homosexual Law Reinforcement Society in Britain, they worked to legalize gay and lesbian relationships. And that started just in, in 1958. Like, that's just so recent. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's so crazy. And then in 1965, even more recent, 93% of the UK citizens sees uh, homosexuality as an illness. And then 1967, decriminalization of relationships and sexual acts between men in private only. You couldn't be in public and you had to be over the age of 21. I just think that's crazy that it's so recent. In private only. In private only. Yeah, it said that it it specified that you couldn't hold hands or you can't kiss or anything in public. It's just Mm -hmm. in private only. And that was in 1967. And that's just such a, I, I just think it's so crazy that there's such a short time frame that all of this has occurred, but also kind of too, with the development of technology mm-hmm. and, and knowledge of things, mm-hmm. I think that has helped. I think, and this is just me, I'm trying not to be racist, but okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. I want to give credit where credit is due. And I wholeheartedly believe that the civil rights movement of uh, black Americans, uh, African Americans, or any type of uh, Negro American has really paved the way for allowing civil rights activists to become prominent figures in not only mainstream media, but political uh, environments. So a lot of, and I've heard this before, I don't like this slogan, but I've heard the slogan before. Gay is the new black. Yeah. I've heard it and I don't like it, but I understand why people have said that before. Sure. Because the the process of civil liberties and oppression and uh, speaking up and speaking out for the things that are right about your government, it well, we've seen it all before. We have gone through this process before. I haven't gone through it because I am not an Mm African-American or a black American of any kind, but as a minority, I am Latino American. Mm -hmm. So I understand like the process of what has happened to our people before, but as it pertained to homosexuals, we had already gone through that process multiple times. Right. So it's almost like practice makes perfect. We've perfected how to make a change in the world so we can do it so much more effectively now. And I think that could go for a lot of different groups, such Mm -hmm. as uh, even women who are currently fighting for, uh, other rights that, uh, white men get to choose for them. Straight white men are canceled. (laughs) Canceled. Canceled. Just get out of here. The cancel culture is in effect. (laughs) There are some white (laughs) men who aren't bad, but man, they just rule everything, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that that same ideal could go for a lot of different groups. But mm-hmm. definitely, uh, since we're talking, this is this month, as we mentioned, right. is Gay Pride Month, and I think that it's. I like that we have a month about that, mm-hmm. uh, just to remind people, you know, like 
this is something that we've had to fight for and still are in, mm-hmm. in some respects. Oh, yeah. Um, cause like I said earlier, there, uh, there's some countries that still don't have, Correct. um, legalized homosexual gay, activity at all. Yeah. I was about to say gay yeah. marriage, but it's any activity yeah. that includes anything about being gay. Yeah. Um, but good news <laughs> in Taiwan, they recently legalized same-sex marriage. Yay. Yay, Taiwan. Yay, Taiwanese. <laughs> so I was, I thought, I heard that on the news this week and I thought that was pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah. It seems like Pride Month, we get to kind of put a microscope on all of those things, right? Yeah. It's really great. And I have had, I've had obnoxious people tell me, well, why don't we have a straight month? And I always have the exact same answer every single time. You do. It's called literally every single other month every of the year. Every month, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's that's straight that's month. your month. You yep. get it. All it's of them. True. Well, and it hasn't. Been, I mean, being straight is not necessarily something that people have been like not allowed to do. Right. Exactly. So it's you like, were never oppressed. That's why there's a, a Black History Month, and, exactly. and that's why there's a Women's uh, History Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Stupid men. Stupid white straight men. Straight white men. (laughs) There's a very specific (laughs) category. (laughs) But I do kind of feel bad saying that because just in the same way that we have been impressed all of our lives, we're trying to put that on them now. Yeah. And I think it's unfair to, to the men. I think we should recognize the straight white men that are uh, supportive and open and just very, that, that are on our side. Yeah, I've made out with plenty of them. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. You're welcome. Um, but I just think that um, it just appears in history they've gotten a pretty bad rap, and and rightly so in in many ways. But I think it's unfair for people now to put that on all white men. You're right. I don't think it's fair to put it on all white men, but you do have to recognize where the majority is and where the minority is. Sure. Because obviously the majority will always try to oppress the minority because who fucking knows why anymore. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of people who tell me, they say, well, now the white man is the minority. Is the minority. He's being oppressed. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Okay. So I see where that comes from because if you're not. A straight white man, you belong to some sort of minority. Yeah. You are either part of the uh, queer minority, you are part of the race minority, mm-hmm. or you're a woman. Right. And so everything else, <laughs> like if you're a straight white man, you are kind of in a you, small group now. Yeah. Uh, but, and that hasn't been before, really. And so mm-hmm. it's very, I'm sure that it's very jarring. Yeah. For many men, especially the, uh, and the older generations, they're probably like, what in the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not meaning to have a Southern accent. It happens. But just that character generally mm-hmm. does. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So I think that we should still consider, you know, if if you see a straight white man walking down the street, I don't know how you know that he's straight. <laughs> Most of them aren't. But if you see a straight white man walking down the street, don't immediately think, you bastard. Like, you should terrible. probably... Ta- what a terrible human God-awful being. God-awful people. No. Don't think that. Because <laughs> there's definitely some kind ones out there. Yeah, they are, they are really nice, 
people in the world. Yes. And it's easy to forget that. There's people of the world. Yes. <laughs> it's easy to forget that there are actually good people out there yeah. because we are so focused on the fight, right? We're so focused on, I have to have my voice said, or I have to stick up for what I believe in, or I have to do this, or I have to do that. And in order to do that, a lot of people feel like there has to be some sort of opposing force. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to stand up and lecture? Yeah. How do you fight for your right to party whenever everybody's partying, have- <laughs> right? How yeah. are you going to fight for your right to party when there is literally a party everywhere? Right. So it's kind of just like you want people to be out there just so that you can use your voice to stand up against them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a contradictory, kind of like a double standard sort of thing. Yes, it is. Like we want straight white men to oppress us. And to go against what we believe in, just so that so we, we can, can bitch, about, bitch it. about it. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I think I am not that way. I don't necessarily want straight white men to, and I think there are plenty of people that mm-hmm. are the same way. They don't want uh, to have a fight with people all the time. Um, and I think at some point the fight will stop and then people will be like, now what? Mm-hmm. Like now what do we fight for? Exactly. Uh, but I just think that it, we don't necessarily need to be fighting for something all no. the time. But in the instance of gay rights, mm-hmm. there's still fights oh, the to fight, be had. The, the fight, yeah, is ongoing. Until everybody, and I just highly doubt that it will happen in full, mm-hmm. that the whole world, everybody will have equal rights. Right. Everybody will be free. Everybody will be able to do what they feel in their heart is right to do with their life. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. And I think until the ideal world happens, mm-hmm. everybody's there's going to be some kind of fight to be had. Like yeah. now for me personally, it's a lot of, uh, um, activism for the earth and things like that. And mm. that's something to fight over. Like people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people are going, it is. <laughs> so I think that we're always going to find something to fight over. I just think we need to fight over things that are worth it. Yeah. And so like civil liberties, civil liberties are definitely worth it. The place we live mm-hmm. fighting for that and the integrity and a way for us to live on it is definitely yeah. worth fighting for. So just picking your battles and not necessarily directing it at people that don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I think that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I've always wanted to say that we shouldn't give everybody a bad rap, but I just never have. I think you needed like support. Thank you. And I am there. <laughs> I'm an A ally. Yes, you are. <laughs> a for ally, also <laughs> asexual, because you don't want to leave them out. No. Don't leave them out. Just the queers. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Um, yeah. So um, I guess to wrap it up, let's just give a nice little, you're beautiful. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's yeah. kind. You know, if you've got a... a group of people that you know that are gay and they don't feel like as welcomed as you think they should Mm -hmm. go take them out to lunch go give them a hug go don't be like you're gay so I'm gonna take you out (laughs) that could come off a little weird pity party of three (laughs) that's not what I mean 
I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just uh, be kind to your gay friends. Be always. Kind to one another. Not just this yeah. month. Just do it all the time. Yeah, just do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's move on. Going into brewing something bitter. Meredith, my dear. Yep. What makes you bitter? Every time you ask me that question, (laughs) because it's very hard for me to come up with things that are bitter. (laughs) Oh, God. Yep. That's really it. I have nothing. (laughs) You have nothing. (laughs) Nothing at all. I am tired today. Sleepy. And and now a word from our sponsor. (laughs) I was just waiting for you to come up with something. That's all it was. Maybe that should be the new theme to bring something bitter. (laughs) We can't. That's a Jeopardy thing. That's a Jeopardy. We'll put it in a minor key. Oh. That would sound weird. It would sound weird. (laughs) Okay, thinking over. My turn. Mm -hmm. I'm still single. Really? (laughs) You sound so surprised. I am. Truly, though, I, I think that you're a very good person, and I don't know why you don't have a, a boo thing. Because I don't let people have chances. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> Once you fuck up, that's it. You're done. You're dead to me. Yeah, that's it. You're dead to me. Like, there was this guy. Okay. Oh, you know what? Bitter time. Um, there was this guy who I was talking to not too long ago, like maybe a year ago, right? And I had asked him out, and he was just like, no, I'm, uh, I'm bullshit, right? And he wasn't really all that interested, but he kept in contact, right? Mm-hmm. So he just wanted to, like, stay friends, which I'm not really down for because I don't give a shit about you after you've rejected me, right? Sure. I'm not, I'm not into it. So um, I went by his place of work recently to pick up some food. Place of employment. He's a, he's a cook. Or some sort of, uh, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Anyway, so I went there to pick up some food and his co-workers started asking me if I've talked to him lately because he was asking about me. And I was just like, no, I haven't. Right. And they were just like, well, you should call him and you should text him Mm -hmm. because he was asking about you. Are you single? How are you doing? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? You're like, you're very inquisitive and today. And I was just like, damn. I just want my food. Exactly. I was just waiting on my order. Yeah. Like 100%. I was just like standing there waiting. And they were just like, so, uh. Tell us about you. Exactly. And I was just like, no. How weird. I'm not ordering food from them anymore. Okay. I have a bitter now. Okay. So I have too many jars. And they get in the way. And I don't have enough room for them. <laughs> So I either am going to maybe need, maybe I need to get mad more and Mm -hmm. smash some jars. Okay. But I just don't get mad. So it's like, "Eh, I can't do that. Even though I'm Italian. You can give them to me and I'll smash them. Will you? Would you use them? I don't know why I stuttered just now, but would you use them? Probably not. Okay. Well then. But like smashing things sounds fun. I need to somehow use my jars more. I need to think of something. Plant things inside of them, put maybe, them outside. Maybe, but then there's no drainage in the bottom. You're they have right. they have to be able to drain oh. or the roots will rot. Small things I know about gardening. I know very little, <laughs> but I know a couple of things. I kill most of things I grow. Okay. But currently, please don't ever have children. I 
I want children. <laughs> it's not the same. I wouldn't forget to feed children. I forget to water my plants, though. Okay. But recently, they've been so good. It also could mm-hmm. have to do with the fact that it's been raining a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that the rain's been taking care of my watering. Mm. But anyway. Okay. Okay. So, Alex. Yes. What is sweet this week? I have really been loving this weather. Have you? Me too. Because, I mean, we're getting like so much rain. Everything's green. And green, yes. It's so green. And it feels so nice outside. It's supposed to rain again today. I'm so happy. Yay! I love this weather. I'm not the kind of person that likes like really dry, arid, just hot weather. (laughs) You live in the right place. I know, right? Jesus. Terrible. But it has been very humid. That's the only thing I have It has been really loved. humid. And my hair is like really frizzy. <laughs> yes. Lately. Hermione hair. Hermione yeah, Granger. It's super like untamable sometimes. That's why I normally braid it. Well, that's okay. For those of you who have never seen my actual face, <laughs> <laughs> I have really long hair and it comes down past my shoulders. It does. And I normally braid it. That's okay. I love it. Well, good. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, Meredith, your turn. My sweet. Yeah, what's sweet this week? Okay, so I uh, I didn't do this on purpose, but last night I was watching a show, and that's also why I'm tired today. Is I stayed up very very late to watch a show, and it's called Gentleman Gentleman Jack. And it's really good. I've really mm. enjoyed it. It's an HBO show and it's a, a show. Well, not the, sh- it's not a show from the 1800s, <laughs> but it's a show that is set in the 1800s mm-hmm. and it's about a lesbian woman who has come to her estate that she owns and she's taking care of things and she's looking for a wife. And it's just a really like very interesting show mm-hmm. and I've really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I have one more episode and then I'll be done. Uh, which makes me a little sad, mm-hmm. but it's a good show. So if you get the chance to, and you like stuff like that, it, it is a, a, a period show. So it's like set in the, like I said, the 1800. So if you're not really into that, you might not like the show, yeah. but if you do like that, it's an interesting show to watch. It's fun. It's kind of like a 1800s meets Ferris Bueller's day off, which is really? pretty awesome. Cause she talks to the camera sometimes huh. and it's amazing. You know what it's starting to remind me of? Hmm. Downton Abbey. It's like a, it's like a friskier down to Downton Abbey. Uh-huh. It's okay. a lot more like suggestive and right. Cause it's HBO. <laughs> <laughs> so they, there's a lot of stuff in there that maybe you don't want to watch with your children, but it's, it's good. It's a great mm-hmm. show. I've loved it so far. Yay. And yeah, it also kind of goes with our theme, which I didn't, like I said, I didn't do on purpose, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, a good show. So if you want to check it out, HBO Yay. has got it. Not yeah. a sponsor. I was very surprised today when I woke up before you. Yeah, you did. I woke up. I was surprised I... when I woke up and you texted me at seven forty. <laughs> I was like, has health frozen over? I woke up and I was just like, I'm going to text Meredith and let her know that I'm awake just in case she wants me to go ahead and come over. Mm-hmm. So I text you and then I took a shower and then I got out of the shower and you still had not texted me back. And I was just like, I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I had, 
I had stayed up past midnight watching this show. Uh-huh. And then uh, after I had, I was like, I should go to bed, I guess, because we have to record tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I woke up and it was like 840. And I was like, I just slept in. <laughs> I am amazed. Yeah, I was so surprised. Me too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Okay. Well, let's wrap up the show for today. Wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the world, people of the world. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to get a hold of us. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Yes. Um, Political topics, of course. We try not to get too involved. We We got a little involved with this one. We like to be more so of a, like a lighthearted kind of show for people to just enjoy and not be too thought provoking. But today we actually do are of course very interested in what people are thinking nowadays. Yeah. What people are going through nowadays. So if you have any stories, anything that you'd like to share with us, please do so. We would love to talk about it on the show. Well said. Thank you. You're welcome. I am very eloquently spoken. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lie. Bye. Goodbye.